Welcome to Cowboy Jim's Stories Around the Campfire. I hope you're having a good summer. I'm recording this in August. It's been an eventful summer for us in, in many ways, and I, I kind of think maybe the, the lesson this year would be wild encounters with animals. It's been within our whole family in different ways that they have been hiking and doing things, and they just are really interesting. Some of them were pretty scary. The first one that comes to mind that happened this summer, one of our granddaughters, Melody, got married. It was a great time, a wonderful wedding, and we're all very excited for them. They went up to the Grand Tetons for part of their honeymoon. And while they were there, their plan had been to take a really big hike up into the mountains. Her husband, Blaine, had been up there many years ago, I think, with his family. And a certain lake was in his mind that he wanted to hike up to and show to Melody. And it was a wonderful idea. It turned out to be a really much longer hike than anticipated. There were a lot of things that took place because of that. Everything from a boat not crossing a lake at the time they thought, and so they hiked around, and that took longer and, and more miles. Altogether, the hike turned out to be about a 23-mile hike, all in one day, up in altitude. It was a very hard trip, and towards the end even, Melody especially felt like, I don't know if I'm even going to be able to hike all the way back. But they made it. And in the process, as they got way up the mountain, the last three miles up to the lake, there was snow and actually a lot of snow. And so the last three miles in, they're having to walk in sometimes as much as knee-deep snow going on up. And if you ever hiked in snow like that, you know that it is very, very difficult. But they made it. And so that was part of the whole thing. But what made it an unbelievable trip beyond the hiking, beyond the snow, everything else was that on the way up, as they're hiking along part of the trail, on one side kind of, I think, from what they were saying, kind of drops off to one side pretty steeply, and the other side goes up. They're starting to get into snow. They look up the trail, and I believe it was Blaine who suddenly said, there's a bear. And sure enough, coming right down the trail toward them, the only trail around, the only place to go, is a grizzly bear coming down right at them. <laughs> when they saw that, they weren't sure what to do, but they started waving their hands and yelling and making noise, which is one thing you're supposed to do. Try to let the bear know you're there. But the bear just kept on ambling on down the trail. It didn't seem to be concerned, wasn't particularly concerned about these two things, yelling and waving their arms. And they had gotten off the trail as much as they could, but that wasn't very far. Well, as the bear got closer, Melody dropped her pack and she'd reached in and got the bear spray that they had. And in the process, dropped the pack 
They are still off the trail as much as they can. And talking to them later, Blaine said they were about five feet away from the bear at one point. It stopped right there and picked up Melody's backpack and started walking on down the trail with it. They couldn't believe their eyes. So they started yelling and shouting and everything else. And, and the bear finally dropped the pack and just kept going on down the trail. It was quite the adventure. Blaine had all the food in his backpack. So maybe that's why the bear let go of the backpack. They weren't quite sure what to do, even though it was getting there, and they were debating between themselves, do we spray it with a bear spray or not? And Blaine was kind of inclined to do that, and Melody was saying, oh, I'm not sure, because he's not mad right now, and I don't want to make him mad. And they chose not to spray it. Now, they did have a, a big revolver with them if they needed to, but they didn't want to use it uh, if they didn't have to. It turned out all right. It was an incredible honeymoon adventure. Most of us don't want to get that close to a grizzly bear. My other uh, granddaughter and myself and her mom, we kind of made up a little poem about their honeymoon encounter. It's uh, in a limerick form. It kind of goes like this. Two newlyweds went on a hike, each other and mountains they liked. A grizz took their pack for a mid-morning snack. Did they run for the hills yelling yikes? No, Mello and Blaine were prepared. While most of us would have been scared, Mello took out bear spray while Blaine selfied away to show us the moment they'd shared. <laughs> I liked that because they actually did get a good picture of the bear while everything was going on. Well, that was one of the encounters with wild animals our family has had this summer. It's not the only one, although possibly the most the most fearful looking anyway. Ben and Melissa, my youngest son and his wife and, and kids, were in Colorado. They were at the YMCA camp in Estes Park, uh, serving in a residency for art and different things like that, and it was a wonderful trip. But what was amazing was the very first morning they were there, they decided to take a little hike out of their cabin where they were staying and hiking down a path towards a, a little creek. They were thinking of going fishing. Just going down the trail, Flint, who is seven years old, was walking ahead and everybody just having a good time. And suddenly Ben looked up and he realized Flint wasn't even paying attention and almost walked right into the rump of a big old bull elk. <laughs> he yelled and Flint stopped and no kidding, he was he probably could have touched the elk at that point. And they all backed off. They were still very near the parking lot, so they went back to the parking lot, got in the car, and they have a picture of this big old bull just ambling by, kind of snorting and puffing. It was really close. But not only that, about two days later, they again, they were out in, in a different spot, 
and they were fishing. The whole family loves to fish. And Melissa was out there going through some brush, trying to get to a, a good fishing spot. And again, I think it was Ben that yelled or notified or something. She looked up and she again was within almost arm's length of another great big old bull elk. He had bedded down, just really couldn't see over the brush. Now, Melissa's not a real big girl and she couldn't see the same angle as other people. But the big old bull was right there and she backed off pretty quickly and pretty quietly. Uh, I don't know that those elk would have done anything at that time of year. They're usually not very aggressive, but it certainly was a fearful feeling sort of moment. And Ben got some really great pictures out of it. It was either that day then or the next day, they're out fishing again, another spot, and Jed, who is their 11-year-old, was fishing in a spot and looked up and suddenly here comes this big old mule deer walking right down towards him and crossed the stream, the little river, right where he's fishing. And so he had to get out of the way and not to do anything to the deer. That's sort of how the whole time went with them. Lots of animals up close, a little bit more personal than you usually want to get with things with antlers. Ben was out one morning trying to get some really good morning pictures. He's a photographer and an excellent photographer. If you want to look up trail and camera, he, that's his pictures and he is, he is very good. And he was out uh, walking along. It was just him. Uh, nobody else was with him. And he was going along the trail near uh, a little lake, way up high in Rocky Mountain National Park. And suddenly he hears a noise and he turns and looks back. And there is a calf moose, uh, a young calf right, right behind him. They just come out of the brush, I guess, right there. And uh, he was a little bit interested in that because he knew there had to be a mama around somewhere. And sure enough, in just another moment, the mama moose came out from the brush right where they were, but he was fine. He wasn't between her and her calf. And so he just quietly walked away, trying not to disturb them. But being close to a, a calf moose with her mama, you really want to be careful. I've been in a couple situations where I've been in a kayak on a stream and on one side, I could see the calf moose and I could hear it and, and suddenly I could see it. And then I could hear the mama bellering on the other side of the river and I was in between. Let me tell you, I moved that kayak in a hurry and the mama went across the stream to make sure her baby was all right. You probably had encounters with wild animals at times. Some of them are not quite as wild feeling, but they can really cause a lot of attention. One time I was riding up in our high pasture. I was just by myself and I don't know if I was just trying to find the cattle and ride them as we would say, looking to make sure everything's okay. And it had been a quiet morning. I was going along a little trail. I can remember it in my mind uh, just as easily as can be. I, I was riding, I think the horse I was riding was Snake at that time, we're going along and all of a sudden, I mean, it had been so quiet, except for birds singing and things like that. 
And suddenly, this baby calf elk jumped up and actually was almost right straight under us. Had been hiding in a little patch of grass right there by the edge of the trail. And it jumped up and started running. And I don't know that it made a noise, but I do know that Snake and I made a big noise. He let out a big snort. That horse could buck if he wanted to, so I'm trying to hold his head up. I know I let out a yell, and uh, that little calf elk had just went running off to the side there a little bit, trying to get out of the way of this big horse and rider. It was very, very exciting there for a few seconds because it scared the life out of me. There were a couple other times I've been riding just again by myself every time riding over open flats or something. Sometimes your mind is kind of wandering. And a couple of times I've had grouse fly up like right from underneath my horse because they've been trying to hide down there and they can cause a lot of commotion. They make a lot of noise as they take off. I've had to do some really good riding a couple of times because of a grouse flying up from underneath my horse. I remember one time I was going across, I think it was Horse Mountain. I was leading a pack animal because I was going to spend the night up there. I was riding rawhide and I think it was a horse we called Pond Juan that I had on lead rope and a grouse flew up and rawhide started uh, bucking away and then pond one started bucking and trying to throw his pack all because of a silly grouse there was another time with a grouse that friend of mine and i we had been on a backpacking trip up in pennsylvania it's on the loyal sock trail system i had a group of high school students and, and some leaders it's a great hike and a good you can do it probably in two or three days. We were probably doing a five-day trip. It's all very enjoyable, but there's one place where even the books, and we have a couple of books that tell about the trail and where to go, that warn that there are rattlesnakes. And I don't like rattlesnakes, but we're going along, and I'm actually behind some of the people, and it was Drew, I think, who was the first one there, and there was a rattlesnake right in the middle of the trail. And that rattlesnake was not happy with the world. He was buzzing for all he was worth. He was up in defense or attack position. I don't know the difference between the two. And the problem was there's no way around at that particular part of the trail. And we still had to keep going. And I got up there and everybody was pretty nervous because this was one angry snake. And I really didn't know what to do, but I did it. I found a great long pole, and I reached down, and I got that snake on that pole and just threw him way out into the brush. Now, that may have not been the smartest thing to do, but it's the only thing I knew to do. And you could still hear him over there in the brush just buzzing away, but he wasn't coming any closer. And so at that point, I had all the campers were there, all the leaders at that point, everybody was there. I said, quick, just go by this spot. I stayed there and watched things and made sure everything was okay. And if you know how much I hate snakes, 
that took a lot of nerve for me to stay there to be the last one. But we got past there. So get the scenario here. We've been with a snake, really mad, buzzing, and really not happy with things. And we're past. So, but our adrenaline is still pretty high. And we're walking on down the path. That it was really a trail. It was an old logging road at that point. And as we're going down there, and it's been maybe 15 minutes since the rattlesnake, and Drew and I are walking side by side. Uh, we are at the front at this point. And uh, Drew is a nice guy, and we're talking, and, and we're going along, and all of a sudden, you guessed it, a grouse flew up right from underneath our feet. It scared probably about seven years off of both of our lives. We both jumped as high as can possibly jump with a full backpack on, and we both took out with a quick couple of runs before we realized what it was. Everything with the snake and then the grouse, our adrenaline, our eyeballs were probably yellow from all the adrenaline in our system at that point. It was funny afterwards. At the moment, it wasn't quite as hilarious as you might think. Anne has faced an unhappy deer once. My wife, we were out fishing in Colorado, a place called Trickle Park up on Grand Mesa. And it was one of those days I couldn't catch anything. It was it was embarrassing. It was awful. And Anne was catching fish after fish. And finally, she, in her own sweet way, and if you know Anne, you know she's not got a mean bone in her body, but she just laughs and she says, you know, I'm going to stop fishing and go back up to the car where we parked it and maybe give you a chance to catch something. Ouch. My dear sweet wife with words with barbs. I couldn't believe it. And so she was hiking up a trail and going up to where we had parked the car. It was probably half a mile away or, I don't know, possibly a little more. I'm sitting there trying to still catch a fish, which eventually after she left, I did catch a couple. And then all of a sudden, I thought I heard way in the distance, Jim, Jim. And I finally look up, and there is Anne again, back in sight of where I had last seen her. And she's just yelling for me. And so I got all my fishing stuff ready and hiked back up to where she was. And she was very excited because as she had walked up there, she was enjoying the country, pretty flowers, birds singing, camp robbers hopping along, and she gets around and in a path suddenly, right in front of her was this nice big mule deer buck. And he looked at her and she stopped and suddenly he snorted real loud and stamped the ground which really means don't come any farther. I'm not happy. And she stopped and backed off. And that's when she came back and started yelling for me. Deer is not anything to mess with if you can keep from it. Well, there are other stories. I heard one this summer, a 
friend of ours was telling us about her granddaughter who had gone up to Alaska to visit a friend. They were up there and they were going to a place, and I don't know the name of it in Alaska, but you've probably heard of it, where you can go and see bears, often salmon fishing or something like that, and usually pretty safe. But the, the one girl's mother gave them uh, a can of bear spray. You, you carry bear spray there and didn't think anything of it. And the girls went off and they went to where the bears were supposed to be. I don't know that they saw anything or not, but they got back and then they handed the bear spray back to, to the woman who had given it to them. And she shook the can and it was empty. And she said, what? What did you do? Did you see a bear? Did you have to spray a bear? Said, no, no, we didn't see any bears. Well, why is the can empty? Oh, well, you said it was bear spray. So we're walking down the trail, spraying it in the bushes as we go by. We thought that would keep the bears away from us. <laughs> that is not how you use bear pepper spray. Well, we always can come into contact with animals. You probably have. I've come into contact with a lot more than I've told you about, but I thought you would enjoy hearing about the summer's festivities. It's been a fun summer to see lots of wild animals. This is Cowboy Jim, Stories Around the Campfire. I'll see you again next time.